Hey, group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Switching gears again. Did you follow the um the Haley Haley what's her name? The Little Mermaid. Bailey. Haley Bailey. Mm-hmm. Hallie Bailey. Hallie. The yeah. nail shop saga. No, what is that? All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. chat. Okay, so Hallie and what's her sister? Chloe. Chloe. Hallie and Chloe set a nail appointment i think it was thanksgiving eve or if not eve definitely the week of thanksgiving which i'm sure might be a busy time in a nail salon maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. um so they both set a nail salon appointment i guess hallie is like a pretty you know um repeat loyal customer for them she's even sent like some of her friends to come to them so she has like a sort of some sort of relationship with these people and she came in for her service and then called them and based or before she came in, she called them and let them know that Chloe would be running a little bit late. And the woman said, you know, 10, 15 minutes is fine, but anything past then. Well, according to the woman, she said anything past then we can't do because we have back to back appointments. Okay. According to Hallie, she said it's fine. I guess by the time Chloe gets there. It had been, according to her, over 15 minutes, more like 25, 30. According to Hallie, it hadn't been that long. Ooh, and Lord. and Chloe gets there and they're like, so at this point they had already soaked off Hallie's gel um, and they were getting started on her toes and they said that they cannot take her sister. And so Hallie was like, well, I'm not getting serviced here. If you guys aren't going to service my sister, I called ahead of time and told you she was coming late. You said it wouldn't be an issue. And now you're saying that you can't service her. We're leaving. Hallie gets online along with her boyfriend or baby daddy. I don't know if it's public yet or if it's real or if it's alleged, whatever, their partner. Right. Um, DDG. I think that's his name. she looked real prego. Yes. Um, and DDG basically... I don't know if instruct is the literal is the right word, but leads the fans to this person's business page. Oh. And they have been leaving like a bunch of one star reviews. Um, it's a Russian nail salon. So there's this video of the lady basically saying she's like, you know, really stressed. She's getting anxiety. I'll just pay, play you a little bit of it. Let me know if you can oh. hear. Over there, perfect nail salon. Today we had an accident. Uh, we had a call and client who was loyal and she was a couple times already at our salon and she was totally happy. That's why she was coming back and she offered to so many of her friends to our place. And we know that people, like it's not random people came. They came and they said from who they coming from, which is thank you so much. We, we trying to be the best at the market. Anyways, she made appointment today at 3 p.m. for her and her sister. 
later she called me back and she said like unfortunately they can't be on time and she wanted to reschedule 30 minutes late which i said i'm sorry we are full book today and we can't take you if and if you're gonna be 30 minutes late then she said okay she came 15 minutes late which is normal and i said yes 10 15 minutes you can be late but not more like she came 15 minutes we started doing her manicure because she had many and pedicure same like services then we switched her to pedicure and then i asked where's your sister because it was already 20 minutes and i okay. said like unfortunately it's already a long time so we can't take her because we have next appointment in 40 minutes and she said no she's already coming and she's parking at the end of the day she was late 35 minutes and of course like i said like i'm really sorry like i know you are a loyal client it's not your first time you come but people texting bad reviews they comment on my all my instagrams they commenting very bad stuff like i'm really scared and just because you're famous where's the like where's the how to say that like like i'm really scared mm. people so yeah people are leaving really a lot of comments they're giving her salon a one-star review when it you know before this whole debacle had almost five stars mm. um what are your thoughts i think that that's a little ridiculous like i get that you're frustrated with the situation and like that happens a lot not all the time but that these types of things happen with customer service, especially the day before Thanksgiving, like they're super busy. So whether mm -hmm. you were 10 minutes late, five minutes late, three minutes late, whatever the situation was, if she couldn't see the sister, she just has to like take the L. It's like you go there all the time. And so you are used to their customer service. You work with them. You know that these are like, I hope you know, good people. It just was yeah. an unfortunate circumstance. And I think you have to just be like, okay, you know, oh, well. And then for the sister, you know, I guess, oh, if you're not seeing my sister, I'm not going to see you. Like, I think that's a little childish. Like, girl, get your nails done. Figure it out. Your friend, your sister going to have to go to somebody else. Where, where are you, Atlanta? Like, you can get your <laughs> nails done any fucking where, I'm sure. And it'll be, oh, they're in L.A.? even even more you can get them yeah. done like anywhere and I think it's very childish for the boyfriend to then send fans to the nail page like it'd be one thing if they were like saying racial slurs and they said you late monkeys get out <laughs> like nobody like nobody said that that you were you were late you're fucking up her day and now like it is what it is. And even if they were in the wrong, let's say they were in the wrong and they were like, not even that late. I still don't think it warrants like sending all of your fans. You're the fucking little mermaid. You're not just yeah. like Joe Schmo, like sending all of your fans to now spam 
this woman's page and her business and her livelihood. Like, I think that's a little over the top. Cause what does that now do for you? Like, do you feel so vindicated that you potentially ruin this woman's business and income and how she takes care of her family because you're upset that you couldn't get your nails done? Yeah. Yeah. I echo everything you said. (laughs) And like, originally, obviously I want to be on the black girl side, but I think it's totally wrong. I think you were late. You were very late. You probably Sorry, were later than not, you said you were. Yeah. Well, because she said it wasn't 30 minutes. The woman said it was 30 minutes. She's like, it's fine if you're 15 minutes late. But after that, then it cuts into the next person. Right. Um. Which, yeah, if I had the following appointment and I have been coming to this nail salon and I get there and you're like, Sorry. Your shit is pushed back because we had to make some special exception because this person's famous. Oh, best believe I would have had a, it would have been a scene. Right. Because I don't give a shit that Halle Berry needed her lip. Her, not Halle Berry. Not Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Halle Bailey or Chloe Bailey needed her nails done, but she was 30 minutes late. What does that have to do with me? Oh, As now your other loyal client. Racist nail salon experience. Yeah. I don't think anything about that seems racist to me. Like girl, I think sometimes be mixed up in this, but this girl is 23 years old. So this is also just childish. And I'm like, don't throw racism when it doesn't apply because no. then it makes it less valuable when it does apply. And I'm trying to say that was racist, but because you use racism for some stupid shit. Right. Like, and I think you relate. people are like, not really thinking like there's a lack of critical thinking here which again I just googled their age and I'm like okay you're 23 like everything's not connected in the frontal lobe yet and your friends <laughs> will be even younger where it's like you think oh I'm doing this thing like ha I'm gonna get this lady and it's like this is her business this is her staff this is right affecting her staff's family this is affecting right. like it's a bigger ecosystem than just this lady didn't see me. Oh, now I'm mad. Like, yeah, you could, if you're so upset, just don't support her salon anymore. Stop sending your friends there. Like let that be it. But like, she didn't do anything to you. You were late. And this also ties back to, I screenshotted a post from someone. I don't know if I should shout her out because her page is private. So I'm, I'm not going to shout her out, but if she sees this, it's hers. And she posted, it said, I'm not a fan of anyone, not a single person. I'm just not built that way. Sorry. Fandom is a weakness, a Western-derived mental illness. Fandom will have people read a 30-page court document about a predator only to respond, I can't see Diddy doing that. Now you can't see him. No, you can't see him at all, actually. You don't know that man, crazy. Fandom will have people disputing to this day if Tory Lane shot Megan the only person on the scene with a weapon shooting the only person on the scene who was shot. That's in dispute to you deluded dodo dodo birds. Why? Because you're suffering from fandom. Fandom will have you nut jobs vouching for someone's character because you love their music. You love it so much that you're convinced that you've convinced yourself that you love them. I can, I can appreciate a song, a film, a collection, a project, but a fan never. What do you think of that? No, I I like, I like what she said. And I also, and again, I think it's really just a matter of 
growth and maturity. Of course, there are grown ass people that are huge fans, but I think for younger people, my boyfriend talks to me a lot about this. He's like weirdly fascinated by like Gen Z YouTube culture. <laughs> I don't really get it. Um, but how these kids get obsessed with like, do you know this kid, Kai, Kai, Kai Sanat. Sanat, how he like, mm-hmm. didn't he do the Union Square thing? Yeah. Where like, a, he like had the Union Square mob, like these kids get like obsessed with. But it's not just kids. There are no, grown women. No, I know there are grown that people. That will fight you if you say something about Beyonce. I know there are grown people <laughs> who do this, but I think it's, it's, it ideally gets a little bit better with age. I think that like younger people get really obsessed with artists and I think it's going to be particularly bad for this generation because they're really like obsessed with these people on like another level because it's all that they do and all they consume beyond but yes I do know there are grown people that are equally problematic but I like I used to be I I was like oh my god Jay-Z I love him so much that's my father I love him like Bedstack, Boba, and now I'm like, yeah, Jay Z's cool, because I'm 31 years old and I don't know that man. <laughs> I know someone. We're not friends anymore, obviously. Um, we were talking about Beyonce, and I think we were talking about capitalism. And so, like, I invoked, you know, the Beyonce and Jay Z dynasty. Yes. And um, she got so upset with me as if I were, as if I was talking about her like mother or something. It was the strangest thing. I had to take a pause and I was like, you know, Beyonce doesn't know you breathe, right? (laughs) She doesn't know you exist. And you you don't know her. You And you don't know her. creation of a person that has been like molded for us to see now there are artists that I think are very like raw real authentic with their fan base and right, even like that, a Rihanna and even that even could be that could be a facade yeah I'm and thinking, and and that's that's like a piece of it like you don't know them the other piece of it is like you can't critique these people who have these stands like you can't critique like I can critique my friend, like a friend who I love, who I care about, who if they ever needed me, I would be there, but I can notice if they've done something wrong. Shit, I can critique myself, Mm -hmm. who I love the most. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And y'all can't critique a a celebrity who you don't know, whose music you like. It's It's so strange. And I'm like, y'all like Halle Bailey that much? She was in a Little Mermaid, and I know they make some music, but- I know it was a song. I couldn't tell you. Chloe, I think it's strange. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not into I'm it. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're <laughs> lovely girls. But it's like if you can't see this situation and see how being 30 minutes late could mean that you're you can't be serviced at a nail salon and there's nothing racist about that. Right. And boo, step your cookies up if you really want to be about that life and have your nail tech come to your house. And then come I'm whenever the fuck. Checked. Come come when <laughs> Come whenever. Be ready whenever. Because guess what? She's probably charging you out the ass and she'll just sit there, twiddle her thumbs, wait for you to arrive and get your nails done. Right. You're going to a whole ass salon and causing a ruckus. Like, it's crazy. 
it's so crazy. But that that post also talked about something that we didn't talk about on the show yet, which was the Diddy Cassie situation. And yes. I think we should discuss. Um, so I I don't have it pulled up, but I'm just talking like we're in the group chat. Yeah. Um, it came out, it was before Thanksgiving, um, that Cassie was suing Diddy. Um for a lot of very abusive allegations. Yeah. I think the whole court document was like almost 40 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, I skimmed it. It definitely, I remember it definitely had a warning on it. Like mm. reader discretion is advised because mm-hmm. it is so graphic. And some of the things trigger warning included like hiring male prostitutes to like gangbang Cassie mm-hmm. and like giving her drugs and beating her and like all of these like really terrible things and then all of these other old clips started surfacing of people saying yeah I remember this time I went to Diddy's house and Cassie was like if he said jump she said how high like stuff like that mm-hmm. like um the time when she shaped of course all of this stuff could be fake but they were like the time when she shaved half her head. I don't know if you guys, if you remember that iconic look yeah. when she did that. Yeah. It was because like he ripped her hair out, allegedly. Oh! All this stuff people were saying. Um, but also, and then after this whole like lawsuit and everyone was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. It was a $30 million lawsuit. And within 24 hours, it was settled. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find for how much. Oh, I think that um, did, stuff won't ever, like, get released. Yeah. Diddy's camp said, just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. Ghetto. Mr. Combs' decision Foolish. to settle the lawsuit does not in any way undermine his flat-out denial of the claims. <laughs> he is happy they got on a, got to a mutual settlement and wishes Ms. Ventura the best. Um, I don't know, because even if you, I didn't read it in full, I skimmed, there weren't that many, like, porous arguments. Like, there were things in the claim, like, that he paid off a hotel to delete camera footage, which obviously, that means it could be existing somewhere, mm-hmm. Um, if they really wanted to subpoena them. Yeah. I think, I think he, whatever they said he did. Me too. He did that shit. Me too. And I mean, there have been a lot of like weird ditty things, but I didn't think to that extent. Like I've heard people in the industry will say, oh, he's very controlling. He's very rude. But I didn't ever think on like a level of assault. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I don't know that man, but right. You know, um, but I fully believe what she said and even I found myself the other day, the Diddy, his new album, his like love album was coming up. And I was like, skip. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> not cool. Well, well, please, we can't. Oh, God. Cancel can't culture. But we can't take. Diddy has a. He done produced a lot of important music. So no, no. I really People hope we probably have to still play his music. But, it, but I was just him. in that moment, I was just like, no, like you have a whole yeah, album yeah, called yeah. Love. This is fucking crazy. Like, no. Will I probably find myself playing, you know, I don't know. I need a girl. Pro- yeah, probably. Will you still, can I say it? No, you cannot. But yes, I do. 
There are okay. I have friends from the privacy of my own home, and I have it all downloaded. It's not streamed, so I hope he's not getting any money. And he's in jail. He's in jail. (laughs) (laughs) But I have friends that. That's a conversation I want to have. I have friends that still listen to R. Kelly. Oh, I mean, I I didn't say not you. Not it wasn't not not you. It's definitely not you. It's other friends. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? (laughs) They do look cute, though. Bringing cheer, M&M's for all fun kind. Hey, group chat. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Tylenol Rapid Release Gels, your go-to option for fast, effective pain relief. We cannot let pain slow us down, okay? We have to be prepared for the aches and the pains after the big game or fun fall festivities. You know, it's homecoming season, so we will be out at the tailgates. And I'm personally so looking forward to cute little pumpkin patch moments and apple picking So that's why we need Tylenol Rapid Release Gels to help us enjoy life to the fullest without the pain. And now introducing new Tylenol Precise, a pain-relieving cream with maximum strength lidocaine without a prescription. Let's get back to the activities that we love with Tylenol Rapid Release Gels and Tylenol Precise. We can find the power of pain relief today. Available now. Use as directed. And now we're back with more Black Girls Texting. (laughs) And I always wonder that, like, when an artist is so talented, like, I'm sorry, Diddy is a great producer. producer. But they've done terrible things. Or R. Kelly, great musician. Like, music that stands the test of time. But he likes children. That is wrong. Yeah. Like... How do you grapple with that? Maybe not you specifically, um, but what do you think? How how should we? How should we grapple with that when an artist is so amazing, but they're not amazing? People? I don't know. I think it's very layered and very complicated. I think there does need to be some type of like public shunning and shaming in the sense of, I don't even want to get into the cancel culture, cancel culture conversation, but like for Cassie to say something like this and then, you know, in February, Diddy to win a Lifetime Achievement mm. Award would just right. be very gross and insensitive, right? Or to be at the Rock Nation brunch Ooh. would be weird in my opinion. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to, yeah, that's going to get, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be very interesting. People are going to have to pick sides and pick lanes. But yes. Right. Things like that where, you know, there is, there's no level of repercussions for your actions, I think is wrong. And I think for people who aren't listening to the music, it is in some way them creating a boundary or repercussion mm. to that person, even though it probably won't really hurt them financially. It's like their thing. It's like when you recycle and like, who knows where this recycling is going? 
or like, you, yeah. you know, you use your paper straw. Is that really reducing greenhouse gas emissions? No, but you feel like you are really in it. Mm-hmm. And then I think the music not being played in like gatherings where there's like a DJ or something. Again, it's that like group thing of like the shame and, and condoning this person's behavior. I wonder how long it lasts. Like, is it a forever thing? In 20 years, will they play R. Kelly? I don't know. I don't know. My sister was actually telling me that she was trying to show the girls, because they like a lot of, like, vintage TV. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's weird to call it vintage, but, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Sister, Sister. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And she was trying to show them Cosby show. She was like, you cannot find it. Like, you have to purchase it. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think that is so sad because if you look at the contents of that show, it was a beautiful black family. It right. was just something that we don't really get that many yeah. versions of on television. And because of what he did, he kind of destroyed his own legacy. But I'm like, then we don't get get that art. Right. I think this is going to be a never ending conversation. Always, always. Like, I still am going to play Kanye. 100%. That man is deranged. He's done some fucked up shit. But I'm going to listen to Kanye without a doubt. And then it goes also to like the level of like, what do you define as this person doing wrong? Like there are things that we can all say this was wrong, like a a Diddy situation or R. Kelly situation or Bill Cosby situation. But you have people like Jay-Z who I don't think you become a billionaire off of a being kind and friendly and being the most oh, amazing I always person say, to everybody. I always say Jay-Z is a grimy book Brooklyn nigga and he told us that. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> and y'all act like I look at Rihanna sideways. What's the yeah. Fenty? Where's it from? Bangladesh. Right. Like, you know, so not clean. Yeah. But I am glad that, you know, Cassie won the settlement i hope that she's able to find peace because i can't even imagine yeah and i also am really annoyed by people who are trying to villainize her because she settled so quickly and they're like see it was just a come up she was trying to get money if you read what that man put her through and that's the least you could get some money yes i am trying to get money hello do you want reparations negro Right. Like you, you did something wrong. And so I'm going to get my money now, a civil suit. I'm not a lawyer, but I know it was a civil suit. And to me, it should have been a criminal suit, but maybe that comes after. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but the the things I read were criminal. Um, but if that money can give her some sort of peace and we live in a society where you need money, Mm-hmm. Um, then I think she deserves it. I also just want to highlight, and you probably know this because you listened to Today Explain, but uh, people were like, well, why is she doing it now? Well, the New York Adult Survivors Act, um, it was a, it basically opened up a year-long window mm-hmm. for survivors of sexual assault to file civil suits past the statute of limitations, and that window closed Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that was a good episode. It was kind of like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now. Yeah. And the thing is, like, 
what is again back to the weird like fandom people not minding their business like what how is this impacting you you love diddy so much you don't want to see him lose 30 million dollars it's this fandom shit or you're such an incel and you hate women so much that like you don't think she deserves anything and she's a lot like what does that how does that change your day yeah it's strange it's very bizarre i wish her luck it's crazy that like that whole time where i don't know about you but i was definitely like oh my god cassie like and she was going through all that Mm -hmm. another example of don't watch what other people have don't watch what other people are doing don't watch other people's lives because you don't know what the fuck is happening behind closed doors i mean that lesson keeps coming up but also like when are we going to really push this move away from this culture of like the type of behavior that a diddy exudes like even if he is you know not um uh, physically abusive or sexually abusive there's something off that you have six seven bms is it six i don't know it's a lot yeah i don't know and you constantly are dating young women i think that there's something odd and strange there like what are you looking for what are you trying to do why is power yeah like why is this normalized for us societally like of course you know a 50 year old man is gonna want to date a 20 year old why why yeah and i don't know it's just so i think i think money is i've said it before it's the root of all evil i think very very wealthy people tend to be very very evil <laughs> like i i don't know and then all of these things started coming out too about um Kim Border mm-hmm. and obviously this is all alleged but like did he have something to do with her death like was there yeah, abuse in that, that situation like and then that's all that's really problematic too cuz they have children and like know, their children are the seeing kids. these things yeah I so really for his kids i will say that oh Well, the last thing I'll get into um, was, oh man, I kind of want to save this one for Glenn, but there's another one that's kind of in the same vein. Um, I saw a TikTok video and this girl said that she does not engage in like back and forth texting. And I know some people are always like, that's like in a fight how they are no no no. sorry romantically so oh. if a guy's pursuing her and does the good morning how are you today like what are you up to she does not engage she's like if you want to have a conversation you can call me mm-hmm. or you can take me on a date how old is she she looked late 20s oh okay so young okay um like may anywhere from like 26 to early 30s i can't really remember um but she said she doesn't like she found that it was a trait that made her start to kind of fall for people with like I think it's just companionship you know essentially like someone texting you all day you start to feel like you have feelings for this person but you don't 
necessarily really know them that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very superficial. And she's like, and then, you know, I start having feelings with people. Things don't end well. So she's like, now I think it also like shows your level of seriousness for her. And no one's wasting their time. No one's like getting caught up in the back and forth. And I, I think that that's a good idea. I recommend, I recommend that. Now, if you're, if you're younger and you're just like, whatever, you're with the shits, you're having a good time and that's how you choose to communicate. I think that's fine. But I think as you get a little older and not to equate age with this, but as you're getting older and you're, you are trying to get more serious or you are looking to settle down, I think it just weeds out the riffraff. Like, (laughs) yeah, I could definitely see that. Because I remember, like, there'll be men who will text you all damn day. All day. Yeah. I think, I think for me, you probably need a little grace period, though. Because, like, if I don't know you at all, like, we don't talk, we don't text, then, like, I guess you could still go out on a date. But I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, seeing if, is there a little vibe between this person before I, like, formally ask them out on a date? Mm. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't think that that period is, like... Long. Long. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know. I'm thinking back to like my days in the streets. (laughs) It's like, yeah, maybe I did the pen pal thing. But I think I was more so like, are you trying to have sex? Yeah, you were... W-Y-D. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't I don't care that you went to the gym today. I think that's great right. and that's very good for you. But that's not something that we're going to have an engaging, interesting conversation about. Yeah. Well, my new method. Meth. What's not method? Method? No. My new. Mindset? Mindset? It's not mindset. Anyways, it's an M word. Motto. (laughs) Motto. (laughs) Is do what floats your boat. Do what works for you. That is not mine. (laughs) Good luck to you. You'll find your match. Maybe you might end up throwing out someone that could have been a great match, but it's okay. You'll find another one. Well, I think in terms of this girl's rationale behind it was like I kept doing these same things I'm doing these same patterns so I'm trying to switch it up and I think that that makes sense if the non-stop texting works for you and you feel like you're the person is texting you all the time and calling you and taking you out and you're just happy with all of it great but if you're sitting here you done had six seven eight nine ten pen pals number one why is he available to text you all day (laughs) red flag Number two, if that's not moving anywhere, that's not moving the needle, then yeah, you got to set some boundaries because then now you're boohooing over the boy who just sends you novels about the nothingness that he's doing every day and you owe her catching feelings and wasting your time and fingers, all of that, carpal tunnel. No, I'm okay. Fair. Um, okay, I have one listener letter. Oh, okay. Wrap it up. It says, Dear BGT, I have a friend who went through something really terrible early last year. 
I've been there for her for two years, almost. Calling her, bringing her food, rubbing her back, everything. Just doing what a friend is supposed to do. Rubbing her back? Now, about two years later, I'm dealing with something. And it seems like she's incapable of being there for me. I understand that maybe she's still processing her issue. Um, but can't, but she can't be there for me for even a second question mark. Is this a sign that friendship, is this a sign that a friendship is no longer serving me and I should step back? Or is this just who my friend is and I should accept her for who she is? How do you oil, how do you all deal with a selfish or self-centered friend? Oh, I just want to, I just want to pause for the back rubbing. <laughs> that maybe she meant like not literally, or like maybe your friend is going through something and you might be like, oh, like a. Yes, I think she just means she was very much not there like for a her massage. friend. I'm like, no, I'll well, be your maybe. friend. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she means she was there for her friend. She's been there for her friend yes. for about two years, and now the friend, and now she's dealing with something. And her friend just like, am I, or just doesn't seem to care. Um, I think you have, you address it in the most mm-hmm. non-accusatory way possible. So more like I statements than you did this. Like I've been feeling like you're not here for me and it's hurting my feelings. And I, 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 I you know, some of that's going to get accusatory because it just yeah but um as chill calm as you can be and if the person's not receiving it maybe right now they're not in a space to receive it Mm -hmm. and you just kind of gotta fall back um yeah and yeah I also think that my boyfriend says this all the time actually like I think people assume that they're going, you're going to treat them how they treated you. And that's not necessarily always the case. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe your friend is there for you in a different way that just isn't your style. That could be it. Like on some like love language shit. Um, or maybe they just suck. Um, and they gotta go (laughs) lots to figure out. Lots. Yeah. I feel like I need some more details on the situation. I feel like if you're if this person is just like like this is a pattern, like they're just not a friend to you, mm-hmm. then what is the point of having them around? Like right. what purpose do they serve if they can't be a friend? Like and obviously that can look many different ways, but I don't know, like I don't I don't appreciate relationships where it feels like I'm always, there's always withdrawals and never any deposits. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it has to be 50, 50 and like completely the same because life is life. Yeah. I might be going through a rough period and I require more as a friend. Yeah. And then when it's your turn, but that's the other piece when it's your turn, I should be able to be there for you too. Like, yeah, it's like a, two-way kind of thing so my advice from what I'm getting I I think I could use a bit more context but what I'm getting is maybe just fall back from this person maybe they're just not a friend (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, as the selfish friend, (laughs) I get it. I don't think you're a selfish friend. No, but I lean more, you know, if there's a scale, I definitely lean more on the selfish side of the scale than the selfless side of the scale. Um, So as the more selfish leaning person on the scale, I think you do have to like, it's hard. I think you have to like help that person understand. I don't even want to say help, but like open this person's eyes to how you're feeling because a lot of times it just goes over our fucking heads because unfortunately when you're selfish, you're thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about the other person. Um, now, but there's a risk to that. Oh, a hundred percent. The because per- like they ha- might try to make you feel crazy. You have to do the work as the more selfish leaning friend, but you also have to be able to set the boundary as the friend who's calling out the selfish friend. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't let them gaslight you or da da. Like if that's how you feel, stand ten toes down on how you feel. And if that person's really your friend no matter mm, how quote unquote selfish they are as if they're not a narcissist, then they should be able to pull back and say, okay, okay. I see where you're coming from. Now there's going to be peaks and valleys because sometimes yeah. you fall back into, you know, some of your bad patterns, but it's not like you can't say you didn't know. Yeah. I don't know, girl. Go look. I think relationships just like, I I agree. I think you should communicate. But I do think just know that sometimes someone with that sort of disposition of Mm -hmm. like feeling like they are the main character all the time, Mm. they might not care or they might not even try to understand or it like, so you might be wasting your breath and your effort by saying, hey, friend, this really bothered me. But maybe, maybe that's not a reason to not do it. Right. Cause they were your friend for a reason. And so like you've yeah. seen, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there's some positive that you see in them and maybe it just needs to be a bit of a wake up call. This person could also be very sensitive because now they're feeling, you know, whatever this challenge is in their life. And they're like, hello, somebody help me. Right. The other person is away in La La Land. And I know that there's a natural inclination to think that it's tit for tat or I was there for you. You're going to be there for me. Or even if I wasn't there for you, you being my friend should know how to help me or approach me or give me what I want. And sometimes, you know, the, the horse has to be led to water, unfortunately. And it sounds like your friend needs a little bit of therapy. Yeah, that could be it too. But good luck. Um, friends, sometimes friendships are hard. There's peaks and valleys. Yeah. Um, but also not everyone stays your friend. Sometimes they're mm-hmm. there for a specific season, and that is also not the worst thing. That's like natural. Not at um, all. But I don't say that to say that friends are just like worthless pieces just of trash that you yeah. should just easily yeah throw out. Yeah. So I don't know. You got to figure out that balance. Um, best of luck. Best of luck. Um, do you have another one or should I wrap it up? No, I don't. I, I'm like, you got a listener letter. Y'all forgot about us. Yes. Don't forget. You can always email us at hello at black girls texting or you can DM us. Um, but yeah, we are grateful for you all to keep 
staying on this ride, even though the ride has changed a few times. I still cannot wait so we can tell you guys what we're actually working on behind the scenes. But um, And thank you for all the kind words regarding um, my wedding. I really appreciate it. Everyone who came out to celebrate, I really appreciate it. Everyone who sent a little gift or a gesture, I really appreciate it. Um, love wins. Except for brother love. He loses. <laughs> ah, okay, y'all. You lost $30 million. Right. Okay. Maybe more. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.